I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. High agency people look to bend reality to their will. They either find a way or they make a way. Work on your game. Work on your game. Approaching the game aggressively with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and You get the community access, member-only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like-minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one-on-one coaching that is for high-level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group or working with me one-on-one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details, and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, You get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, and one all under the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to be a high agency person. Now, what does this mean, being a high agency person? Definition, quote, is high agency is a sense that the story given to you by other people about what you can or cannot do is just that, a story, and that you have control over the story. High agency people look to bend reality to their will. They either find a way or they make a way. A low agency person, on the other hand, accepts the story that is given to them, close quote. So what high agency is all about and what we're going to be talking about here in today's masterclass is all about you taking as much ownership as possible over your life, over your situations, over any circumstance you may run into, even if that circumstance is not your fault, even if you did not cause the situation to be as and what it is, but you still deciding that I'm going to take control with this narrative. I'm going to take control of this situation. I'm going to do something about it. That's what being a high agency person is about. And if you've been listening to any of my material over the years, if you read any of my books, watch any of my YouTube videos, listen to any other episodes of this show, you know that the whole foundational point, the whole foundational premise of the work on your game philosophy is all about high agency. Because one thing that I say all the time here on the show, I don't care if we're talking about other people, we're talking about systems, governments, social issues, whatever, the past, the future, whatever, we always bring it back to what? 
we always bring the conversation back to number one. And who is number one? Number one is the person in the mirror. We always bring the conversation back to you, to what can you control? What can you own? What can you take responsibility for? Because if any situation in your life in which things are not going the way that you want them, but the issue or the problem or the cause of that circumstance is outside of your control and it's out of your hands, well, you have a problem because you can't do anything about that. And you're, you could be stuck in that situation forever if it's somebody else's fault or somebody else's responsibility or the onus is on someone else to make the change. The more you are willing to take responsibility for, the more you can take control of, the more you have the power to do something about, and then the more you can shape life and circumstances the way that you want them to be. But it starts with you being this high agency individual who says, I am taking control of my story and whatever story has been handed to me, whether it was by your parents, by your coaches, your teachers, by the government, by politics, by the past, by whatever you want to say is the reason that you're in the situation that you're in doesn't matter because a high agency person says, okay, even though I didn't cause this situation, I'm going to take it from here, mom and dad. I'm going to take it from here, coach. I'm going to take it from here, corporate America that fired me. I'm going to take it from here, government that took too much money from me. I'm going to take it from here, situation that I got handled, and I'm going to make my story the way that I want it to be. I'm going to shape this situation that I, the way that I want it to be. That's what being a high agency person is about. So if that is your language that I'm speaking right now, then keep listening. First of all, turn your volume up. Secondly, open up a notepad. If you write with pen and paper, open a notes app on your phone so you can take notes on what I'm going to be sharing here today because you will want to revisit the points that I'm going to give you here today. You should be doing that every day with everything that I share here on the show. Now, before I even get into my points, let me tell you that I have a daily motivation text message that I send out every single day to everyone in my text community. It's completely free of charge for you to receive it. And this message for you to receive it, all you had to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. When you text me at that number, we'll confirm that you're in. And I guarantee from that text that you're going to get every morning from me, you will be focused, sharp, and on point. That's what that message is going to do for you. It'll take you 10 seconds to read it, and it will last throughout the day or your money back, guaranteed. The number, once again, is 305-384-6894, completely free of charge. Just text me, and you'll get my daily motivation every day. Now, with all that said, let's actually get into our points here. And for those who are listening to me for the first time, this is what I do. I introduce the topic. I tell you why I'm talking about the topic, and then I go into a couple of points, usually three points, sometimes four or five points about the topic that I'm talking about and that'll make it easy for you to digest, remember. And of course, as I said, make sure you take notes on these. Point number one, the topic once again is how to be a high agency individual. Number one, here's a question for you. What do you do when you are told there's nothing we can do? What do you do when someone tells you there's nothing you can do? What do you do when a, a customer service agent says, well, I understand that you're upset about the situation, but there's nothing I can do. What do you do in those situations? When someone tells you that, listen, this is just the circumstance and there's nothing that I or you or we can do about it. And therefore, you just need to accept it. Maybe they won't say that in so many words, but that's pretty much what they're telling you when they say there's nothing that can be done about the situation. And at the same time, you believe there is something that can, should and needs to be done about the situation. What do you do in that moment? This is a question. Because we're talking about being a high agency individual. I'll tell you what I do. I'll tell you what. I think some of you do. And I'll tell you what a high agency person does. And hopefully that means me and you. High agency people completely and fully reject this line of reasoning. High agency people say, oh, there's nothing that you can do. Oh, there is something that you can do. Let me give you a couple suggestions. High agency person said, oh, there's nothing that I can do. 
well, let me prove to you that that's wrong because there is something I can do. As a matter of fact, here's something that I'm going to do. They don't even say it. They just go do it. And they let you talk about it after they did it. High agency people reject any thoughts or ideas around there's nothing that I or we or you can do about a situation. This is the very definition of high agency is that you take the story that someone gave you, i.e. there's nothing I can do. And you say, I'm going to write a different story. I don't like that story. You know, give me the give me an eraser. I'm going to erase that part. and I'm going to write a different ending here. Give me the whiteout. I remember whiteout back when I was in middle school, we used to use whiteout and we would write and we mess something up, use the whiteout to blank that part out and write over top of it. Now, I guess we do it on our phones. Let me just delete that and let me write a whole different ending to this situation. That's what high agency people do. Now, why is this though? Why do high agency people so willingly and so quickly, why do they reject the stories that other people give them? One reason is high agency people are, for the most part, unreasonable. High agency people are unreasonable in their expectations for themselves, for their lives, and even unreasonable in their expectations of other people. High agency people are the type of people who will push you further and harder than you have ever been pushed. They will push you further and harder and more than you would be willing to push yourself. So you might find this person maybe in a, a parent, maybe one of your parents was like this, maybe a boss that you've had at work, maybe one of your coaches when you play sports, maybe somebody that you follow along on, a virtual mentor or something like that. High agency people are unreasonable in their demands. They are unreasonable in their expectations. And one of the reasons why high agency people are so unreasonable is because they have a high level of disagreeableness. And when I say disagreeable, I don't mean disagreeable in a negative way, like combative or they're just trying to be a problem or be you know, uh, contradictory for no reason or contrarian for no reason. Disagreeable, I mean, on the scale of the big five personality traits, that one of them is agreeableness versus disagreeableness. Agreeable people are type of people who like to work in groups a lot. They're very, they're compliant type of people. They're the type of people who want to get along. They may stress getting along and everyone being on the same page over everything else. Whereas disagreeable people, these are the type of individuals who they are the type of people who will walk into a room and all 10 people in the room have one idea and they say, well, I got a different idea and I'm going to make the case for my idea. And I don't care if I got to argue with all 10 of you, but my case is better than your case. It's just the way that they're wired. It's not them trying to be negative. It's just that they're the type of person who goes against the grain. They're the type of person who you tell them what the story is and they say, well, I don't like that story. How about we change it? And they will argue to change the story. And disagreeable people, this is where you find your entrepreneurs. This is where you find your soloists. This is where you find people who like to kind of be march to the beat of their own drummer. And usually, if they're really good at what they do, they actually get a following. They find a following of people who are willing to follow behind them because those people see that, damn, this person is disagreeable, but at the same time, uh, they kind of make this thing work. You know, this person is kind of an asshole, but they kind of make things work out. This is your Jeff Bezos's. These are your Steve Jobs. These are your Michael Jordans. These are your Tiger Woods. These are your Kobe Bryant's. They're disagreeable, but they still get people to follow them because that disagreeableness and the fact that they prove themselves right, it actually inspires other people who might not be willing to stick their necks out as much as the disagreeable leader is, but they're inspired by the fact that that person was willing to do it. This is a high agency person. These are the people who look at what most of us call quote unquote reality and they decide to change reality and make their own version of it. And if they're incapable of doing that, it won't be because they tried and just couldn't do it. it. It will not be because they accepted someone else's belief about what they could or could not do. These are just type of people who just say, look, I'm going to figure this out or I'm going to I'm going to die trying like 50 cent. Get rich or die trying. Right. Just keep trying 
to figure out a way to make things work in their mold and their vision. And they will destroy anything that gets in the way of them trying to do it. And if that means destroying an organization, if it means destroying a situation, if it means destroying some people mentally, spiritually, emotionally in the process, they'll do it. And it's not necessarily about them trying to be negative. This is just how high agency people operate. And any of you who saw in the spring of 2020, many of us saw that Michael Jordan documentary and Michael Jordan has been outed and celebrated as one of the greatest athletes of all time. But you watch that documentary for those of you who, to whom most of that story was new. Michael Jordan was kind of a jerk. Michael Jordan would run over a lot of people. Michael Jordan would destroy a lot of people mentally, not because he was trying to be negative, but Michael Jordan was a high agency individual. And he said it in one of those episodes was that everything I did was about winning. I wanted to win at any cost, whatever it cost me to win. I was willing to do it. He said that in those exact words. And most of his teammates said, well, look, I wanted to win, but I, I didn't want to win that much. But because Michael Jordan was the leader, his high agency inspired the agency of everybody else on that team. I'll give you a personal example, not from basketball, just a, a month or two ago, I was at Orlando Airport and I had a flight to catch. And when I walked up to the counter to check my bags, I had this big suitcase that I needed to check in in the, you know, the cargo for the flight. There was one woman standing there at the counter and the counter was otherwise empty. The flight was taken off in like 45 minutes. So I figured I had enough time. I get to the counter. The woman is like, hey, um, it's too late for you to check your bag. And I said, well, when did they close the counter before flight? She said they closed it 90 minutes before the flight. I didn't know that. I don't know how I didn't know that, but I didn't know, I didn't know that. So I had this big suitcase that can't go through, can't be checked. It can't be uh, stored in the overhead. And I need to get on my flight and I'm going to miss my flight. And I've already paid for this ticket and everything. I'm going to miss my flight home. So I asked the woman, I say, well, how can I get on the flight anyway? And she was kind of she was really being rude. And it turns out she didn't even work for the airline. She was like one of the cargo employees at the airport. But she was being a bitch about it anyway. She was like, well, you are not going to make this fight. You can come back here tomorrow morning when they open the counter up. And she was just being rude about it, not even trying to be helpful. I just walked away from her while she was still talking. I'm like, fucking, I'm going to go through TSA checkpoint with this suitcase and let's see if I can do it anyway. So I knew that inside my bag, I had my my shaving materials. I knew there was one razor in there because I only brought enough razors for my trip. So I didn't have any extra razors. So I went into my suitcase, pulled the razor out, took the, the razor blade out, threw it in the trash, emptied out my water bottle. And I knew I didn't have anything that would check off the, the security scanner. So I put that big ass suitcase on the belt and let it go through the, you know, the scanner. When you go through TSA security checkpoint and they actually let it go through. They didn't stop me and say, hey, this bag is too big or anything. They let it go through maybe because it was like eight o'clock at night and they were tired and they weren't paying attention. I don't know. So any of you ever had to do this, just do it at night. Maybe you'll get away with it. I was able to get the bag through. So I get to the counter at the airport for the flight that I'm about to take. And the women see me standing near the counter or standing. I'm standing in the back because they hadn't boarded the flight yet. And one of the desk agents came over to me and said, excuse me, sir, are you on a flight to Miami? And I said, yes, I am. She said, well, we're going to need to check your bag. She could just eyeball it and tell that the bag was too big. So I walked up to the front and I told her my seat number and they started putting a tag on it and say, all right, just leave it by the, you know, by the little steps when you go down the runway. And she was talking to her colleague while I'm standing there. She's tagging the bag. She's like, I can't believe they let him go through with this bag. And she wasn't trying to be mean about it. She was just saying. And I laughed to myself. I didn't say anything. I just laughed to myself because they weren't supposed to, but they allowed me to do it. And the point is, I was willing to try it. I was willing to just give it a shot because I knew that I needed to get on that damn plane even though this person wasn't trying to help me out. And this is a, a small example, but being a high agency person, this is the type of things that you do. 
when you have something that you want to get done, even if it means doing something unreasonable, something that might go against the rules, something that somebody might reject, something that someone might come against you for, something that may cause some friction, you are willing to at least go try it out. Maybe it will work, maybe it won't. But that's what being high agency is about, is that you are going to write your story, even if the pencil breaks, you're going to try to make it happen. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is how to be a high agency person. Second thing you must do, and this is something that I've, I've touched on already here, is take more ownership, which means more ownership means more responsibility, which means more power. Let's remember what the word responsibility is. So it's a compound word made up of two different words. What? Response and ability. If you want ownership in life and you want power in life, then you must have the ability to respond. And when you decide that you have the ability to respond, what are you doing? You're giving yourself agency. You're giving yourself that power. You're giving yourself the authority to do something in life. Almost everybody wants power on some level. Maybe you don't want power, maybe in a way you see it on TV or in some movie, Game of Thrones or something like that. But we all want power to decide what we want to do in life, who we want to be in life where we're going to end up in life. We all want that kind of power, at least power over ourselves. The challenge for many people is that they want power, but they don't want any responsibility. You see, those come as a package deal. You want power, you must take on a responsibility. And when you take on both, you get ownership. And when you have ownership, you get to call the shots. That means everything starts and ends with you. So anyone listening to this right now, and that's everyone who wants power, all of us, you must be willing to take on a responsibility to come with it. And the ownership that comes with that. High agency people here. And let me tell you the downside of this, because this sounds this may sound exciting and inspirational and motivational to everybody. But let me make sure I tell you everything. I'm not going to just not going to just hype you up and not tell you the, the challenges that come with all the stuff that I'm giving you. When you're a high agency person who takes ownership and responsibility, which gives you power. The downside is that when things don't work out or maybe when they do, but maybe they're not working out for other people because they're working out for you, you will find yourself being blamed accused, attacked, demonized, and pointed at, and even sometimes ostracized, or nowadays, I guess, canceled for the stances and the actions that you're willing to take. Because you're willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do. Now, some people can look at you and say, oh, damn, look what this person did. Let me put in the work that they put in. Let me develop high agency like they have so I can get to where they're at. There are a few people who will do that. Then there are other people who are going to do something different. And we all know what that different is, right? There are other people who are going to look at you and say, damn, this person has all this power. This person has all this success because of the high agency they took. But they're not going to call it high agency. They're going to say, oh, well, you know what? This person's just greedy. Or this person just took things that don't belong to them. Or this person's just a jerk. They're going to come up with some reasoning, some rationality that will, some rationalization rather, that will make them feel better about the fact that you have more agency than them. But it's not going to be, oh, this person just worked harder than me. This person just wanted it more than me. This person just took more responsibility than I did. No because that will put the onus on them. They're going to come up with some story to put the onus on you, that you're wrong or bad or evil or negative in some way that has held them down and kept them from their opportunities. Whether it's true or not, doesn't matter. It's a story that's in another person's head. And we all know the saying, that perception is reality. So when you're a high agency person, understand that the world is not going to make a, it's not, it's not going to be this big parade for you in Yellow Brick Road where everyone just celebrates your high agency. No. There are people who are going to come up with reasons to make your high agency look the complete opposite of what it is and try to make you look terrible because of your agency. This is part of the game as well. And why is this? Because human beings are human beings. Uh, everybody does not think like you think. Everyone does not have the same outlook on life that you have. And most people 
I talked about this a couple of days ago right here on the show. To be successful in life requires a high level of discipline, commitment, and persistence. And most people are not willing to have all three, even though they sound good, at least to people like us who are listening to this. But most people are not willing to do these things. So when you achieve in life because of your discipline, commitment, and persistence, other people are going to see that. And instead of deciding to do the same work that you did, which takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of investment, they will come up with a story that makes them feel okay about the fact that they weren't willing to do it, which makes you look bad in turn. This is just the way that it works in life. I'm not here to tell you to try to change. Don't try to change this. All right. This is part of where your agency can take a vacation. This is not changing because people are people. All right. These are just some laws of human nature that I told you about in episode 1987. I told you four key principles of human nature. Some things just ain't changing. And I just told you a couple of days ago that people do not change. People just get better or worse at what they already were. That was episode 2046. People ain't changing. So understand that what I just explained to you, this is the price of being a high agency person. You are the one to blame when things don't work. And when things do work and you get all the rewards, people will attack you just for the fact that you won. But it works against those particular people because your winning made them feel bad or look bad. People will blame you when they, the low agency people, they will blame you when they don't get the outcome they want, but you have the outcome you want. You must have done something immoral to get your outcome because they didn't get their outcome. So something's wrong here. We got to make some kind of adjustment. This is how most human beings are. Again, I'm not trying to explain this to you. I'm just telling you that's what it is. Just expect this and know that it's coming. Let's move on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to be a high agency person. Continue seeking and trying. High agency people, one of their biggest strengths and also one of their biggest weaknesses is a high agency person doesn't know when to stop. <laughs> this, is, this is just what it is. They don't know when to stop. For example, at this very moment, as I'm recording this today, my Twitter account got hacked into over the weekend. So I'm recording this on a Tuesday. My Twitter account got hacked into on Saturday. And they, the person, whoever it was, whether it was a, it's probably a bot, not even a human, it's probably a bot. They changed my email address on the account. They changed the phone number on the account. So I've been contacting Twitter and saying, hey, I can't get into my account. They changed the email. They changed the phone number. Twitter's automatic system writes me back and says, well, email us from the email address associated with your account. And I'm like, mofo, I can't because they changed the damn email address. They said, well, give us the phone number. I said, I can't. They changed the phone number. That's the very point of hacking so that you can't get back into it. But Twitter seems to not understand this. But right now, I'm in a couple of back and forth with Twitter support, quote unquote support. It's not actual support, but they're bots right now trying to get the situation fixed. But the thing is, being a high agency person, I'm going to keep going at this until this gets fixed. I will keep working on this until I get back into my Twitter account. Why? Because I'm a high agency person. And just because of my wiring as a person, I just don't know when to stop. <laughs> I just don't know when to give up on something. I'm just going to keep trying. High agency people see opportunity and reasons to keep working and trying at times when most people see a time to give up. In other words, a high agency person puts a comma where most people will put a period. Follow what I'm saying there? Everybody here understands grammar, right? When you're in the middle of a sentence and you are still in the middle of a thought, you put a comma, meaning it's a pause, but we got more to say. When you put a period, it means we're done. That's the end of the thought. High agency people use commas instead of periods. And I talked about that in my book, Work on Your Game, that in your story, especially when you face a setback, you want to put a comma after that setback instead of a period after that setback. This is what high agency people do. When something doesn't work out, they ask themselves, okay, what's another way that I can approach this and solve this problem? Whereas low agency people say, all right, that didn't work out. Let me just quit and go figure out something else I could do in my life. High agency person doesn't speak that language. That wouldn't even compute to them. 
So, yes, you heard me correctly. The high agency people are willing to keep trying when other people aren't. I mean, it's a very simple concept. But when you think about it and you look around at your life, look at the people that you know. How many people do you know who fit that description? I know you fit it. But what about the other people around you? How many people do you know who really fit that description? How many people do you know who they get handed a story? They get handed a scenario. Someone tells them this is just how it is. And they just say, "Uh, "Okay, that's how it is. I just got to deal with it. How many people do you know who do that versus how many people you know who say, well, you know what? I don't like that story. I don't agree with that story. I reject that story. I want to change this and do it a little bit differently. How many people do you know who are person A, they just accept what they're told and person B who says, I reject what I'm told. I'm going to do something completely different and I don't care what it costs me to figure out or to write this different story. I would think for most of us, 95% of the people you know are person A. They just accept whatever story is handed to them. And maybe, maybe if you're lucky, 5% of the people you know are person B. And I mean of everybody you know, not just your business colleagues, not just your your mastermind. I'm talking about all the humans you know, all your family members, your neighbors, people you went to school with, everybody you know. 95% of them just take whatever is handed to them. 5% say, I don't want these. I want something different. How many people do you know who want to write their own story and they're willing to go through all the, the bullshit that is required to do it, to actually do it, and then put that story out and then sell it? How many people do you know willing to do that? Most people lack the courage, determination, willpower, and the mental toughness to do so. Now, it's not some magic formula. I mean, any of those four phrases, are any of those new to anybody? Has anyone never heard of any of those phrases before? Courage, determination, willpower, mental toughness. Is anyone unclear on what any of those phrases actually mean? Now, you might not have gone deep into them, but you heard of them before. You have an idea of what I'm talking about when I say those, right? If you want to be a high agency person, you need all four. If you're high agency listening to me right now, you're just nodding your head right now, right? Your neck is hurting because you've been nodding your head the whole time I've been talking. But if you're a low agency person, this kind of stuff is, you, you're not trying to hear this. All right, this is like kryptonite to you. But hey, you do what you want to do with your life. All I'm going to do is give you the game. You can use it. You can throw it away. It's up to you. Let's recap today's class, which is how to be a high agency person defined as, quote, high agency is the sense that the story given to you by other people is about what you can or cannot do is just that, a story and that you have control over the story. High agency people go to bend reality to their will. They will either find a way or they will make a way. A low agency person, on the other hand, accepts the story that is given to them. Close quote. Three points. Number one, what do you do when you're told there's nothing we can do or there's nothing you can do? High agency people always reject this line of reasoning because they are unreasonable and they are disagreeable. And that exact unreasonableness is the very reason why they are high agency because they do not just accept anything. They are unreasonable in their demands. And when you're unreasonable demanding things, funny thing is you usually get what you want. Point number two, take more ownership, which means more responsibility, which means more power. Everybody wants power in life, but they don't want to take the hard route, which is ownership and responsibility. But understand that's the only way to get real power in life is you must take all of this together as a package deal. So how much ownership and responsibility are you going to take on? And it has a direct linear relationship to how much power you will have. And understand that there is a price of being high agency. You will be to blame when things don't work. And even when things do work, people who didn't have their things work out, the low agency folks, they will attack you because you got success that they didn't get. And they will come up with a story. Remember what I said in the definition? They'll come up with a story that says it wasn't their fault. It was obviously your fault that you won and they lost. This is all part of the price of being a high agency person. Point number three, continue seeking and trying. The thing about high agency people is that we don't know when to stop. Uh, We don't know when to quit. We don't know when to give up. It is a strength and a weakness. But this is the the yin and yang that comes with being human. So you heard me correctly. 
High agency people are the type of people who are willing to keep going when other people quit. They use commas where everybody else uses a period. So again, remember that definition that I gave you. A high agency person rejects the story that is handed to them and they write their own story because they have the courage, determination, the willpower, and the mental toughness to do exactly that. Whereas low agency people, they just don't have it. So once again, you want to receive my daily motivation text message straight to your phone every single day, free of charge. My direct number, text me right now, is 305-384-6894. I guarantee you that message will keep you sharp, focused, and on point every single day. And two more things. I have two coaching programs wide open right now. The third day mastermind is my one-on-one coaching program where we work directly on what you need to work on for your business, for your personal life. That is your strategy, the accountability, and the execution for you personally. My group coaching program is called the Bulletproof Mastermind. We have a group community there that is not on Facebook. So you don't have to worry about it if you don't like using Facebook. I don't either. So we have a group community program that is proprietary to us and Weekly calls there. We talk mindset and business every week. I'm telling you what the call is going to be coming up that upcoming week. And member only community, as I just explained. And you can crowdsource your knowledge, information, and help not only from me. So I don't have to be giving you all the answers, but also from the other members of that group. And there's a lot of great connections happening in there right now. The link to take a look at both of those programs is workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre, all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.